0: everyone and welcome to the News Agent Podcast. I'm Susie Lysart, Content Manager at Goodlord and today we'll be taking a look at just how letting agents can gather the right information uh, to do their job in the best way possible as well as how potentially our best to share that information with their uh, landlords and tenants as well. To help me on this topic I'm joined today by Neil Baldock, uh, Director at Charles David Casson. So thanks for joining me again Neil.
1: Well, lovely to see you Susie, thank you for having me on and uh, yeah, looking forward to our chat.
0: Obviously, Neil, you've done a couple of podcasts with us uh, before, three actually, and we looked at HMO management, uh, how to spot new opportunities in lettings, how to position your agency's property management provider in the right way. But for those people that didn't listen to those previous podcasts, if you could just give us a bit of an introduction as to who you are and who your agency is as well, that'd be great.
1: Yeah, no problems at all. So, um, yeah, I'm Neil Bulldock. We've got uh, – me and my brother, Matt, have got a company called Charles David Casson. We do sales and lettings and HMO management all over Essex. Uh, we're based in Chelmsford. And then um, myself and my brother have uh, – The Bulldog Brothers is our consultancy business as well, where we help letting agents and estate agents to grow their business. Um, And I also founded something called the HMO Network, which is um, a national network of specialist HMO agents.
0: It's quite an expansive experience that you have, then. It's not just a letting agency, it's a bit more than that. So,
1: (laughs) yeah, a little bit of a diverse portfolio of businesses, but all related to. State agency, letting agency and uh, the property industry.
0: I guess you must have to think in different ways with your different hats on as to how to gather the right information and make sure that you're up to date as well. So I'm hoping this conversation will be interesting for (laughs) for (laughs) that reason well obviously as we say as as a letting agent you you kind of you do have to be very knowledgeable there's a lot of information that you have to take on board to make sure that you're offering the right service to landlords to tenants to your customers um so uh, well, obviously this conversation is to then look at where we can get that information and what kind of information it is that you have to know really so i, I guess just to kick us off really what are the, the requirements you know what is it that letting agents actually have to know
1: yeah well i think as a letting agent the the one thing you've got to know is um, even if it's on a basic level because you you know outsource your property management or you deal with that in a different way but on a very basic level you've got to know the legislation and you know i think that, that there's around about 170 pieces of legislation in the uh in the private rented sector and even if you're not the property manager you're the agent just going and doing the viewings and letting it or, or valuing property you've got to know You've got to know this legislation because you've got to be able to talk that language with the landlords and obviously advise them on what they need to do to keep their property compliant. So I think that's that's the first thing, really. You've got to know that. And then you've also got to have an understanding of, um, you know, of marketing, basically, how to get new clients and how to market their properties to get them the best price for it in the quickest possible time.
0: And let's delve into both of those a little bit more. So on the legislation front, where is it that you go? to find that information does it come to you do you have to actively go out there to look for it
1: yeah so I guess um you know much of it has been built up kind of over time uh, and experience some kind of studying and you know I quite I'm a bit of a geek with it I like the legislation because I think it's what you need to know and you can justify charging higher fees if you're kind of an expert in that side of things but a lot of, see, as a estate and letting agent, especially as the owner of the company, you get a lot of spam emails through, but there's a lot of gold within some of that, which is actually like, good Lord, for instance, sends updates when things happen, when the How to Rent Guide is going to be updated or on new legislation. Um, so I think, you know, looking at your supplier's content is. is is very is a wise thing to do keeping up to date with industry publications like um letting agent today and things like that that is also ways to uh to kind of keep up with stuff and then there's various facebook groups and forums that i think is good to spend time in and um and ask questions and answer questions and kind of see what's keep up to date basically
0: yeah, it's true. I guess that, um, you probably don't really have to look too hard because there are a lot of sources of different information out there. I mean, if you do like receiving a lot of emails and you can sign up directly to the government site and get, get notifications as well from there, from the departments of, um, of leveling up and so yeah. on. It's, it is a lot of emails. They send out a lot of updates, but I guess that it's, uh, just making sure that you signed up for the right information and then you, you don't have to continuously be looking for it. You can just uh, recognize what's relevant to you as and when it comes into your inbox.
1: Yeah, definitely. And um, I think the government website is a great tool. And ultimately, if you want to read the the exact wording of legislation, that's where you go and find it. Um, But we've got this massive, like friend called Google these days, where you can basically find out whatever you want. And now I'm not saying you should obviously take what you find on Google as facts, you have to do your research and then go and check that research. And But, you know, we, we quite often do that. We'll just Google something and find if it's, it's a bit of a sort of an anomaly or a query that's coming, we'll Google it, find out what seems to be the repetitive answer, and then we might go and check that with, um, like, a solicitor's firm that we work quite closely with, and you don't have to pay for that advice because um, quite often they want a relationship with you because they'll then, yeah you know, when you do have to then evict someone – you might give them that business. So um, I think it's it's kind of having a bit of a professional team around you as well with partners and your suppliers and actually think like looking at people differently, I suppose, not being afraid to say that I actually don't know that. Let me just go and ask somebody who might.
0: No, it's about having those friends in the right places, I guess, uh, using that network. Obviously with the regulation of property agents this is potentially anticipated to become a bit more of a requirement um it does seem that a lot of letting agents are taking ownership of that keeping on top of the relevant information regardless of whether it's a, a an official requirement or not it, do you find that that's helpful the fact that these the regulation of property agents has kind of outlined proposals for what letting agents should be qualified in is that helpful to understand what it is that you need to keep on top of Well, for me,
1: I think it's, for me, it's a given regardless. So yeah, being totally transparent, um, I am not an ARLA registered agent. um, But I would argue that if I was having a a conversation around legislation, I can easily hold my own with ARLA qualified agents. And that's not to take anything away from those ARLA qualified agents, because I think it's a fantastic thing. I think ARLA as an organisation is a fantastic thing. But I do think that you can find other sources of information as well our agency at the minute is using a great training platform called the able agent and that's that's a, a different type of qualification but still going to be to the same level that's required so i but, but even even before ropa was announced for me it was essential to know this legislation because that's how i justify my my fees basically and that's how i justify being able to charge more money than perhaps the competitors but i do think the regulation of property agents is a good thing i think it will cut out you know any rogue traders anybody that's not wanting to do things properly i I can't see i can't see a drawback of professionalising this industry, no matter which qualification route you go down to get there.
0: And obviously, it's interesting, actually, that you talk about this different route that you've gone down in terms of the training. It's all very well having the right information, but you need to make sure that your your staff, your team are all fully trained um, themselves as well. How do you make sure that you kind of adapt so that your whole team is is at the right level?
1: Yeah, I mean that's one of the reasons we chose the Able Agent as a platform, because um they can either watch videos on it or read PDF documents. Um so it gives it pretty much all learning styles the chance to learn. Um and it can be done in their own time or in time given by the business and things like that. Um but yeah, I think it's you know it's important to then run internal training sessions as well, because sometimes a lot of the training is quite generic and Um, So they get a broad kind of understanding, but then they might not have necessarily had any particular scenario based training. And so it's important to to run that internally as well. So yeah, I do think a broad kind of mix of training is, is important
0: and you've already mentioned within the where you get information from a question you already mentioned the information that you get from suppliers and third party providers and their that their content alongside that you know how much do you take from conversations with suppliers you know whether it's technology suppliers whether it's uh, you mentioned solicitors as well for example how, how do you use that as a source of information you know do you have any tips about using that that network in the right way
1: yeah well just i think um just don't be afraid to ask the questions and you've got to just be open-minded basically and appreciate that you don't know everything and you can't assume what someone does or does not know so therefore when you're having conversations with suppliers and i think the thing with suppliers as well is we all forget as agents that some people working for our suppliers were estate agents and then they've you know for whatever reason they got tired of that or just a better, yeah, you know, a good opportunity came up for them, and they've they've transferred into the world of a supplier. But of course, they've still got that experience of their previous role. And when you get chatting to people and you find that out, and then you just like I've had loads of snippets of information from people who were a supplier, Um but then you get talking and they give you a little tip, and you think, yeah, that's that's like a, a that's an excellent. Let me go away and implement that. Um, so I think it's, a bit, it's about being open minded, really, and not, not assuming just because someone's a supplier, they don't know about the industry.
0: Yeah, I mean at the end of the day, I suppose to operate within the industry, you kind of have to you have to understand it. Um, you know, and, and normally that suppliers in the industry will be there to provide a solution to a problem that they've seen. Um so it makes sense to to try and garner a little bit of information from them to see how they've circumvented that, at least even if it is just that one simple problem. Any conversation's a good one to have.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think you can you can never have too many conversations basically, can you?
0: No, I fully agree with that. To be fair, the the fact as you say, you've got the HMO network that you work with as well it's all about that concept of collaboration i suppose it brings it back to that i mean how how do you go about ensuring that everybody within that network can benefit from the information and In your experience obviously you know it's uh, not just about you going out there and finding the right information you know how um how does that kind of network do you think help
1: Oh, massively for me collaboration is like the way forward and i suppose everything we do centers around collaboration um but yeah i mean the if you take the HMO network, and I'm sure it's the same with any of the other agency networks in the industry, but you know, simple thing like a WhatsApp group, all of a sudden agents are talking to each other, they've got a, a problem, they ask the question and someone's got the answer to it. Like It's really simple but really effective. Um, or a monthly Zoom call that we have in the HMO network, like a mastermind monthly Zoom call, people come away with so much information from it and they definitely wouldn't have had it had they not been in that network. Um, And quite often, to be honest, people say to me, I I had someone say to me the other day, I'm not really seeing the value proposition of joining this network. Um, And I said, well, look, you kind of just got to join and then you'll see and I know that's a bit a bit weird and I would say that but I would say that about any network if you can see some value in it I think just being part of a group is that that's where the value is a lot of it actually yeah we can give you all this marketing material blah 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 but it's the knowledge sharing that comes from being in a group or having a network that is really valuable
0: and I guess it's that active participation as well. It's it's all very well being part of a network, but you've got to understand it's a bit of give and take, and so on. You come with ideas, and everybody else is going to come be much more prepared to to share their own thoughts as well. So
1: yes, exactly. No, that, and that is really if you sit on the sidelines, then of course you're not necessarily going to get as much out of it as someone who is like gone all in and is spending a lot of time in that group and asking all the questions. And I mean, we've we've got it with um, we run like a monthly. Uh, It's called the EA Directors Club. It's a monthly dinner for estate and letting agency owners um, once a month in London. No agenda, just a networking meeting and collaboration. But again, the chats that come out of that, um, because people are open-minded to meeting others in the industry, it's like yeah, they pay for their dinner. But other than that, it's free knowledge that they wouldn't have got unless they come and chat to people.
0: No, and I guess that that's where events within the industry networking. A lot of industry events you'd go along, and you'd hope to meet property investors and and uh, landlords. But also, there are people, you know, your peers, sort of other letting agents within the industry, where it's obviously valuable to be speaking with them as well, just to hear what's going on, what they're seeing, and perhaps take learnings from those too.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I think that's just like a little change in mindset, isn't it? It's about what do I want to get out of going to this event. Yeah, definitely. But also, sorry, this might be slightly off topic. top of it, it's just popped into my head, but like YouTube as well. There's lots of uh, sort of prominent people in the industry who are putting out content all the time. Yeah, you just you can watch as much as you want on YouTube as well to learn stuff.
0: I guess to be fair, at the, the top of this conversation, it's almost like there's so much information out there. Yeah. Um, it is just kind of refining and understanding yourself. And I guess it must be different for all businesses, understanding the best way for you to access the right information because there's an abundance of it um I guess it's just refining what channels will work best for you whether it's by how you learn or whether it's uh, going to different events and then deciding at the end of the year uh, this event was the most valuable um I guess having that that take a step back almost and evaluate the types of information that you're gathering uh, that must be valuable as well as an exercise to do
1: yeah i think so i think definitely one of um i think people got to understand their learning style for sure um and once you do that then you just go and find as much information as you want and yeah we've got people here who prefer reading books and reading stuff and i'm much more of a i'd rather spend my time watching a load of youtube videos basically and watching someone speak to me yeah you know that's the way i learn so but you know then i do i quite like reading the actual wording of the legislation and really picking it apart and understanding what it means because for me that's where again that's where I show value when I go and see a
0: client and you've already you've already kind of mentioned the social media forums as well are there any in particular that you advise agents to make sure that they're they're following to make sure that they're they're in the, this right sphere to get the right information
1: yeah well i think i suppose um I mean, we've got one, so they should follow that, which is uh, called "Grow, uh, uh, Grow and Enjoy" your estate agency, your estate and letting agency business. Uh, but there's one called "Agency Growth Strategies," which is run by John Paul. I'd definitely be in that. Um, "Landlord and Vendor Farming" by Chris Watkin, definitely be in that, and the agent rainmaker stuff as well. I mean, that's um, yeah. There's loads of good content that Sally puts out. So if you went into those four groups, they're probably. I mean, there's. I think there's probably. Again, like with everything, there's probably hundreds out there. Um, but those ones are really where there's a lot of content going out.
0: And then the other side of things, obviously, at the beginning of this conversation, when we said what's actually required, what do letting agents have to know about? You said like legislation and marketing, um, those two are key key pieces. On the marketing side of things, where whereabouts do you go to look for inspiration as to how to market things in the right way? Is it, are you looking out for new ways of doing things? Are you looking at refining what, what you're currently doing? What's your process there?
1: Yeah, I suppose we're just yeah we're always looking at what other agents are doing, we're looking at what the competitors are doing, but we look more broadly than that. I'm not just looking at what people are doing in my town. I'm looking at like what people are doing nationally. So again, if you follow LinkedIn as well, that's a great place. Get on LinkedIn, connect with as many estate agents and letting agents as possible. And just yeah, you know, if you could follow every letting agent and every estate agent in the country, that would be a valuable exercise and then you just start seeing what other people are doing and then you think right that looks fantastic i want to do that you go onto right move and you can look at how yeah you can look at the difference between people's listings and you can see that one's using professional photography and that one's off of an old smartphone and you know so there's there's so many ways to have to look at it and of course i deal with the hmo side of things as well so you know those that's changed over the years and now people you know, it's almost like their boutique and some of the rooms look like hotel rooms and they're dressed with all these fancy colors and but like that's the level people are going to so then you think well i've got to go to that level as well because otherwise we're going to be right behind so yeah there's loads of places i guess to to find inspiration
0: well, this name must be said through the change that you've seen in, in HMOs. That must have come from somewhere and presumably it's come from feedback from tenants as to what it is that they're looking for right now. So I mean those conversations with tenants and landlords to help you direct perhaps where you want to take your business next or you know sort of uh, where you want to put your efforts in um that that must be invaluable
1: yes definitely yeah i think you've got to look at like your customer feedback haven't you and then ultimately the tenants are the letting you know the clients of the landlords are the ones that pay the bills as such but you wouldn't have a letting agency business without tenants so they need to be treated as customers and um so you should definitely be Listening to what they've got to say, but also I think it's come from getting more regulation, more professionalization um you can't get away with you know having these poor poor quality substandard properties anymore um so people started bringing them up to standard but then also I do believe with marketing, I think there people do copy stuff you know you will if someone does something better, you got to then go one step better than them and then it kind of creates that competition in the market anyway so that that then just becomes the trend.
0: Uh, That's true I I can understand why that as you say if you're looking at what your competitors are always doing then it is only going to make things better I guess it's you know it's it's what a free market is supposed to do in, in an ideal world it's supposed to push everybody within that market to create the best products and have the best service and so on so and I I guess as well that the other side of it is the fact that with more regulation and it is quite uh, prominent I would say in the news especially at the minute around the renters Reform Bill and so on I think that tenants and uh, well tenants in particular landlords too are perhaps becoming more informed in their own rights so I'd assume that on a similar basis that's probably pushing letting agents to up their game yet again because landlords perhaps coming in with a bit more of a base knowledge a higher base knowledge and um, so it must just be that continuous push to get to for letting agents to demonstrate their value.
1: Yeah, definitely and that's actually a really good point because I think with uh, our friend Google everybody has got access to all the information they want. One of the reasons I said you can't just take everything as gospel on there and you've got to then go and check it is because you know we are up against tenants and landlords being able to access a lot of free information, which isn't always factually correct. But, of course, they won't go to the level of research that perhaps we will. They'll just find the first thing that's on there and then come to the letting agent and say, Google says this. And so, you know, my opinion is you've got to be a step ahead of those so that anything that gets thrown at you, you're able to give a well-justified answer to.
0: And with landlords, even if they can have slightly easier access to some of this information, what what have you found to be the best way to then communicate with landlords all of this information that you are learning in terms of not telling them everything because they don't necessarily need to do, know everything? How do you decide the right information for them to hear? And obviously, how, do you, how have you found is the best way to communicate that with them?
1: You want to give a lot of the headline stuff and almost use a bit of shock value sometimes in that here's the headline and this is the consequence of not complying with it, i.e., you know, here's this, and if you don't do it, you're going to be fined X amount of money. I think that's the best way to communicate it. And for me, doing that through video is really the most effective. Um, I mean, we do send out, <laughs> like, newsletters and emails, etc., to landlords, but really the, putting out as much video content as you can on – your own social media channels and on on your um, you know, building your own YouTube channel, that kind of stuff. That's really the the best way to get it across. We've held uh, and we do hold from time to time like a landlord seminar. I find them really good. What other way can you get 30, 40, 50 people in a room um, that are potentially clients of other people? There's just no other way to get that many landlords in front of you at once. Um, and I think the other thing about video is it's like you make the content once, and it's, it just keeps on speaking to people for you.
0: I guess with the idea of the seminar as well, it's, it comes back to that idea of giving value. You know, if you can give value, then people are going to come and it just is going to benefit both of you. They get something out of it, obviously, by it being, a, you know, a seminar that brings everybody together. But then you're in the right room again to have those right conversations with a variety of different landlords.
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's. I don't think there's any other way to get that many people, your target market in front of you and show yourself as an expert than doing stuff like that, really.
0: I'd say, I mean, we've we've covered quite a few different angles as to where you can look for this kind of information. And it seems that some of it, if you can get it just to come to you on the legislation side, some of it, you can go out to network and things and actually get involved. And some of it, you can get the landlords all together into a room and whatever it may be. Are we missing any other key areas, any key sources of information that, that you think, that's somewhere where I always go to get Ideas on best practice, or um you know, it's it's where I go to to make sure that I'm not missing out on on the latest industry trends. No, I suppose. Um,
1: I think uh, the other thing to say is like agents should, if you've got like, if you're really interested in this stuff, which you should be if you own a letting agency, is that if, if you hear something or you have a scenario come up in your own agency, like once I've had that scenario, I'll never let that. I won't let that just go away. I will then go and find the. Information and I will not leave a stone unturned until I've got the definitive answer so that the next time that presents itself, we can categorically say, No, this is like the right way to do things. But also, yeah, I guess anything you're a member of, just make sure you're using it. And, like, you know, good Lord, for instance, has the members hub going into there. I think a lot of the time we have like suppliers and then we don't use as much of it as you could, so then you don't necessarily see all the value because you just see it as a supplier. Actually, just make sure you're maximising everything, all the resources you've got, like, maximise them, maximise your use of them. And we've just got, like, there's so much. I mean, the new, obviously, what we haven't mentioned, because it's a bit of a new thing, but it will become, like, the future, is this um, this AI stuff as well, the, like ChatGPT. But pop a question into that and you'll get an answer. So it's like um yeah that's gonna to have to take some time to learn everything but that's the way everything's going
0: it is true actually i suspect that you know we're, we're having this conversation now about where to find the right information and very soon it will it will become more on the side of you don't have to go anywhere for it, you it will, anywhere, yeah. you ask a simple yeah. question and you'll get all the answers um perhaps give it a few years though until we're, until we're yeah. at that, uh, that stage fantastic then neil well thank you ever so much for for taking the time to have a chat with me about this i think that is great to do. I think that there are some ideas there that that hopefully agents will be able to take away and think about things a little bit differently as to where they can get the right information to help them in their business. So uh, I much appreciate you taking the time.
1: That's been a pleasure. Thank you.